Welcome to Clobbercast, proudly presents to you from Clobbercall, all the way from Munich, Germany. Wait, Munich, Germany? Recorded live at Blue Zone International Trade Fair. Ben, Glenn, take it away. Right, let's move on to podcast number two of the day. Yes, we Munich have day two. yeah Munich day two, and we have Tom from Denim Hunters, who obviously we've had on in the past, of course. And we get to finally speak to Walter from Long John Denim Blog, who did book with us but got laryngitis. Can you remember? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was one of the first ones we ever had to just win on his own. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. I'm for this one. I'm really interested in hearing. Uh, Basically, I think the guys might be at the door, coming in now. Oh. Hi. Here Hi they guys. are, we're just entering the guys. We're Come just in. entering, come in, sit down. Come in, sit down. Uh, for this podcast, I'm really interested to hear uh, what it is that Tom and Walter actually do uh, in more depth, basically, other than the you know what you get to see via Instagram, which is only a shop window. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get into the ribs about that. Cool. The guys are just getting settled, so... Brilliant, let's get, let's get into this. Yeah, let's do it. So, morning, Walter. Morning, guys. Morning, Tom. Morning. Uh, have you got on this morning so far at Blue Zone? Everything running to schedule? The interview's okay? Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Uh, right, basically, uh, we, uh, we're going to chat for a short while. And what I'd actually like to do is let people know what it is you guys do regards denim. Uh, away from Instagram. So we talk about Instagram a lot, but for this conversation, that's just a shop window and something that we use, that's fine. Uh, what is it that, you know, how do you sustain a living in denim? What 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 is it that guys do? Uh, what could people that are out there going, shit man, well I'm not gonna have a shop, but I really wanna work in denim. You know, like what, what is it these, you know, what advice can you give these guys is that's essentially where we're hoping to get but for now just tell us what it is you do starting with Walter okay uh, next to running my uh, online denim magazine Long John I'm working yep. as a denim freelance specialist I'm doing that for denim brands and denim stores yeah uh, most of the time for the bigger chain stores in the Netherlands yeah I'm based so big chain stores with 80 till 100 or 120 stores like that okay so I'm doing a lot of stores uh, staff training, yep. so keep the kids more knowledge about jeans itself, but also yep. about the community, uh, about new developments, uh, inspire them with uh, denim events, um, give them more insight in the community overall. Yeah. So what they can use on their uh, in their sales talk in the when they are uh, working in the in the denim stores. Yeah. So because because it's more. More and more um, uh, needed nowadays to get more product knowledge. Uh, yes, because you I are agree. S- most of those guys are selling a labels brand. Denim is is brand it labels. raw denim as well that you educate on? Is it the stores? Is it is it mainly the raw denim and the raw denim store? No, the is most it, is uh, old uh, as a ma- mainly <coughs> the uh, the, uh, the trainings are for the more commercial bigger chain stores. Or okay. Sometimes they're selling also raw denims, but mainly... But it's not specific. It's, no, yeah. it's the bigger the denim brands. Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, pre-washed jeans. Yeah. So, yeah. So it might be, for example, uh, Lee jeans, 
or Wrangler Jeans might come to you and say, we've got some staff that we need training in these stores. Yep. Uh, and then that's when you're as yeah, a freelancer. They, they, they share the topic, okay, we want to educate the people more about where is denim coming from, for example. Then I'm doing a kind of workshop with a, a team like from uh, from how a minus pants became such a fashionable uh, pop icon. Yeah. So kind of a timeline. So I bring a lot of my vintage stuff. I have a really big archive for myself. Yeah. So I took a lot of vintage pieces, so I show every decade through my denim archive um, to make it more un understandable and more uh, yeah, visual. Uh, visual for yeah, me, yeah. so it's not that boring, you know, yeah, because... Of course. Um, and also to make it more interactive, so people can touch and smell and, and feel the fabrics itself. Mm -hmm. So that's one part what I'm doing next to running the blog. Um, but next to that, I'm also doing uh, a lot of uh, creating a lot of content for brands and, and stores as well. So okay. uh, that goes very broad. As uh, sometimes it's uh, about uh, making a nice um, uh, activation for the store itself, like uh, doing a cool activation in the store, making it more the store more attractive by asking people, okay, can you make real life pairs of jeans inside the store so people. Mm see how difficult it is to or how many steps it takes to make one pair mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's also just uh, more uh, uh, yeah it's mostly about about sharing knowledge feed the people with with uh, with good stuff and does that tend to be so is that basically a full-time job is that like a five day a week six day a week job that's what Wouter does basically yeah yeah and yeah I, I, I see it more uh, <coughs> uh, I'm doing seven days a week mm -hmm. 24 7 I mean, yeah always I'm, on it i'm always busy with <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course because I'm, if i'm not working i'm hanging with my nose in in, in books or, yeah uh, going on ebay and searching for vintage pieces or whatever you know, yeah so. so it's always happening it's yeah. around the clock yeah and how did you because uh, not anybody can be a consultant you've got to have some level of maybe not qualification as such but experience, <coughs> experience. background uh, you know, you, you're adding value to these groups that you do. Uh, so obviously, <coughs> well, how did you end up doing that? Because you, you you don't just do it. Do you know what I mean? There's a yeah, path yeah, thing yeah. to that. Like, what was that? Yeah, I started. I started when I was uh, around 17 years. I'm now 42. So it's uh, about 25 years ago. I started mm -hmm. in the in the in the denim industry. I yeah. used to work for Diesel Jeans back in that day. Okay. I used to work there for six years. So that was my uh, education, my my school, my denim school. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah. um, I got really affected by that kind of uh, bluish virus. Yeah. And uh, during the years, I got a lot of uh, different kind of uh, positions by big uh, companies, uh, yeah. sales and marketing, branding, development. Yeah. So it's always been creative. Yeah, and and uh, but also just uh, sales jobs. Eh? Yeah. So I also okay. working uh, worked as a sales uh, rep for 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 example. So. I have a really uh, broad uh, uh, experience, I think, yeah. within the 25 years. Yeah. And after 25 years, I decided I want to do it for myself. So uh, I didn't make a really a plan or something like mm -hmm. that. I just started first with, with Long John as a blog, just mm -hmm. next to my job. And then uh, from that, it's uh, kicked off because uh, people asked me, okay, can we do something with uh, all those worn out projects? Uh, worn out projects is a uh, it's a, a popular topic on my on my blog where mm -hmm. people can showcase their worn-in jeans. Yes. So uh, <coughs> very um, uh, 
popular show, trade show in the Netherlands. The Motor Fabrique asked me, okay, can we make it real life? So I, that's how I started working as a curator as well. So I curated <coughs> some Excuse me. collections from, from denim, uh, denim hats, dive into their uh, archives. Uh, from people like uh, Rudy Carr from Swiss, for example, mm. but also mm -hmm. from Jason Denham, mm -hmm. from the Denham brand, mm -hmm. or Antonio Di Battista from Italy. Yeah. They have crazy collections. So then I dived into to their collections. I picked uh, 25 most important pieces and described a bit uh, why, the, why, the, why does the, peop the, the, in the, the item is so interesting, mm -hmm. just as an inspirational uh, thing for the, for the mm -hmm. show. So. Um, actually, my business started really natural, so that was the kickoff, yeah, and then people mm -hmm. asked, okay, can you also do a kind of a workshop for us, yeah. or can you also, we have just uh, one store, which we have to open uh, 10 store more in the upcoming five years, can yeah. you help us out with that? So it's basically uh, grown very natural over the last seven years, so uh, yeah, mm, that's, really that's cool. it a bit. Yeah, so what, uh, <coughs> well, we'll leave that there actually, so I'm going to come back to the blog. But we'll just move on to telling his story first, and then we can look wow, back I, on the other. I feel like such a rookie next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got 10 years on me anyway, so um, <laughs> 10 years ahead, yeah. I mean, um, no, I got, we, we actually started our blogs in the same time, same year. Um, and But at, that was 2011. Yep. And by that time, I'd been into Rawdon for three, four years. Mm -hmm. um, I was, while I was uh, studying uh, for my bachelor's degrees, I was um, I was working part-time in a store. Mm -hmm. And uh, and in that store, I had to sell jeans that were raw. Mm -hmm. So basically, I, I felt that I needed to be able to educate the customers, mm -hmm. I guess. At well, least. you do. You do. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no doubt about it, for so, sure. So you need to know what it is. You need to know, I mean, why are you advising your customers not to wash their jeans or to wash them or whatever you yeah. you want to advise them. Of course. So, uh, and then what is all this raw? What is salvage? What is so? So we were selling brands like Edwin, APC, uh, Acne and, and so on. Um, and that's when I realized that that's when I really, you know, okay, there's something here and I was totally sucked into it. Yeah. Um, and then after, yeah, three years or so, being really into it and spending too much time, just, I mean, it was a hobby. So I was just spending yeah, yeah. so much time trying to learn as much as I could. Yeah. I wanted to share what I was learning, basically just share my journey of learning about denim. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why I started the blog. Um, and that blog, I mean, back to your question about how you could get into the business. I yes. Guess. It's, um, I mean, I think, you know, just creating your own, own platform that's important, creating your own sort of outlet uh, where you can share what you do, if it's visual, if it's, I mean, for me it's, started with text i mean because i like writing and i like editing actually yeah. other people's text as well so so that was sounds like my worst nightmare that yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything i write gets edited by somebody else yeah. <laughs> so I, spell. <laughs> I mean yeah of course there's a certain limit to i mean if it's too bad then yeah. fun goes out of it but just tweaking it and, and i i enjoy that yeah um so so that's what kept me going because for, for the first three years or so, there was no business really. Yeah. It was just having fun. Just having mm -hmm. fun, yeah. Uh, meeting people, you know, learning more and more. Yeah. That was what kept me going. But then we up to 2014 and I was out of, finally out of business school. Yeah. And I, I got a freelance job just 
on the back of the blog. So, right, okay. Yeah, so if, because cool. I had that, a uh, company asked me to come and help them create stories about their denim. Yeah, okay. So that's, and it's just uh, built that's up great. from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really interesting. Yeah. What's, uh, well, basically, it's organic. <laughs> yeah. If anybody needs to know, it's basically, it's almost like being in a band, isn't it? You've got to do everything for free for a bit, <laughs> and then you might get your petrol money, mm. and then mm. you finally get paid to play a gig. You know, and mm. it's it's a creative process. And it's I think if you force it, if you try and just go in into it for for the money or for the job, I mean, you you gotta have it. You know, yeah, back yeah. to the passion. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's about lifestyle. It's about sharing yeah. your passion, and and, and and it's a community and lifestyle. If you just want to do it to earn. On a quick way, a lot of money, you have to do something different, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you, when it, when it's back to your blog, because there will be people that will listen to this that don't really know much about denim that will then go, oh, I'm going to go on to these blogs here because I'm going to have a quick read up. Uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll point this question at you separately. What is it that you look for for your blog? What is it you try and offer? Like, you know, mine's, for example, we just run one down outside at website. Mine's just Instagrammers and businesses. It's very straightforward. I'm not trying to offer it. I don't try and stretch them boundaries. That just is where it is. Uh, what is it that you look for? You know, when you put in a blog out, what do you want your readers to get from your site? And then obviously, mainly the it's, 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 it's knowledge in general. Yeah. And so I want to give people more insight in the denim community in, in general. So mm-hmm. what's happening uh, as it comes to denim events? but also denim uh, products, of course, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's the core, like new releases, new collections from brands. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, as I like, really like uh, the vintage pieces as well, I like to share also some knowledge about the history from, from pieces mm-hmm. so by showcasing, uh, making some pictures of, of the items and the details and tells a little bit and refers a little bit to the history of it. Mm-hmm. So people understand a little bit more design-wise and also product-wise and historical-wise the meaning behind each detail on, on a piece. Mm. So, but basically it's about sharing knowledge, world and, knowledge. And, share, and sharing my passion <coughs> for the product. Yeah, so the, do, the, uh, do you have a structure to that at all? Or is it just ad hoc when you feel like doing something, you do it? And yeah, it's just, uh, I'm just a f- pretty ad hoc person. Yeah. Not really from making strategies and yeah. plans and etc. etc. So I'm doing just what's popping up my head or what, what's coming by, what I see, what's important, I pick it up yep. and I uh, put it on my blog. It, I, uh, one of the key things is always is just always from the start, it's very important for me that it's, uh, it, I, will, I want to keep it close to myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to mm-hmm. write on something that it's totally not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Of course, not everything what I write about I will wear it for myself. But then the concept yeah, or, the, or the ID or whatever is cool to me. Yeah. Uh, but don't I don't want to publish crap shit in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it has to course. be quality craftsmanship or something like that behind it. Yeah. That's quality, important. not quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> of course. Yeah. What about yourself, Tom? What do you aim to offer? I mean, I think exactly the same. And I mean. Um, for me, it's also just been been a way of sharing what I'm learning at the moment. Mm-hmm. If you look yeah, back yeah. through, go back through my blog, you will see that maybe a year ago or so, I was really into denim knowledge. Uh, that was sort of after I'd written the book Blue Blooded, mm-hmm. where I'd spent uh, seven on eight months just 
diving really deep into how denim is made and how mm-hmm. jeans are made. So I had this urge, I guess, to just post about that. Now I've, I mean, I'm a little late bloomer in this sense in Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, asked me a year ago uh, what I thought about Instagram. I said, nah, it's not for me. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's a very important tool and it's, it's an, an amazing place to meet people. And mm. I'm just inspired by that. And, uh, inspired by what you guys are doing, mm. I guess, with with your with your Thanks. blog. <laughs> so you know, getting telling people's stories, really. Mm. You know, it, it's it's about the story, um, and and I like to have schedules. I like to have my consistency, <laughs> and you know, that I can plan ahead. So um, so yeah, I, I do I do uh, a weekly Instagram, you know, Q and A, and then I do some a uh, weekly uh, blog that is more about you know, it could be about denim knowledge. It could be about uh, going to trade shows or something like that. What I'm learning, really. So, um, do you find your blogs uh, profitable? You know, like let's <coughs> like my blog doesn't earn any money, and I can't see that happening anytime soon. Uh, but let's face it: we're, if there's somebody listening here and they're going to go, "Oh, I'm going to start a blog. I'm, I'm going to leave my job no. <laughs> and start a blog, <laughs> and I'm going to start earning money in four to six months," I, like I th- I that, that ain't going to happen. You well, know, but depends. How willing you are to sell your soul, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all your mm. principles, because I, I've like Vata is it's um, I've never written about things that I really didn't like. Mm. Again, there's been opportunities sometimes that have been where okay, you can actually get paid to do some work. Yeah. And but it may not be exactly what I wear privately, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm, I mean, there's, there's certainly. I mean, I'm I'm quite picky, so. Mm. <coughs> and and I think you have to go out there if you there's this money in blogging I guess uh, especially now in, in Instagram you can you can make money there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you also have to be willing to I mean you have to have a following base first mm. of all of course uh, and so w- would you say Tom that like there's companies out there that know you guys are influential characters online and they will say give this product a good review and we'll give you money. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing that mm. that uh, yeah. that happens and that is you're mm. saying like you stay away from that no no I'm not saying but I, I just say I, I, I don't want to review something I mean I, I wouldn't want to say something positive about something I don't like okay yeah you so know, you can pick so, and choose a little so bit so the process then uh, Tom in terms of like right um, you're reviewing a product so can we talk through that process yeah so like how does it happen do you do you get a garment delivered and then mm-hmm. go for that? Yep. Most of the time, a, a brand is reaching me out and they just started, just brand new, or just, okay. just made a new collection and they want to, to show uh, one of their most beautiful garments, for example. Mm-hmm. So they send it by post. So then the doorbell is ringing and my girlfriend is really. Margie's? Wow. Yeah, she's really <laughs> fucked about that because the doorbell is ringing every day almost because I'm buying a lot of stuff for myself and I get a lot of stuff. So, okay, uh, but it's well, all started uh, over there. So I uh, take the take the the jeans or the jacket or whatever. I'm I'm trying to make some uh, some cool pictures of it, uh-huh. and I uh, um, make an article about it, and it can be something about. Uh, Describing a little bit about the concept behind the article, about the theme of the new collection, for example, mm-hmm. and also zooming in in specific details which are important or uh, unique for uh, spe- specifically uh, specifically for that uh, that item, 
Um, and then um, I write it, writing it, and sometimes it goes very fast because it's popping up really good yeah. text in your head, and sometimes it's just like writing a song. I can imagine it yeah, took yeah. for ages to get it really good done. Yeah, are you happy with it? So uh, interesting. Yeah. So um, do you blog N- not about negative things, but? Not everything can be positive. Like not every garment can be like, "Wow, this is fantastic." So, how, what, what's that process like? Do you need to be quite careful with words, not yeah. to piss people off? Or I always like to keep it positive because I know how hard it is to develop a product by yourself. Okay. Um, I, I also think almost uh, there are really a few products on the market that are, in my opinion, are really top notch and okay. really. Uh, 10 plus you know yeah, yeah, yeah so there are always points that can be better and okay um, I don't want to be rude to people uh, I support people because I from the positive side yeah of and course. something that is not a 10 just a 7 or an 8 can be a 10 in the future so I want yeah. them to help them out and, get, and okay. that's what the platform is for you know to yeah. give people a kind of a, a window to showcase their brand or their product or whatever okay so and yeah. Tom, on that, um, what Wouter just mentioned there, going from a 7 to a 10, is that, would you, in your opinion, would you say that's, um, like, can can the can the company get to that 10 easily if they want to, but it's a 7 maybe because they wanted to use different rivets, a different denim, a different stitch to keep the cost down maybe. So in this day and age, you'd think that, you know, but it is anybody th- can be a 10 maybe. If no, they but can. it's it's subjective, I guess, because okay. what's what's the ten? And you know, it it depends yeah, yeah. on it depends Personal on what preference you, what yeah. you want. Uh, yeah. It depends on on also what you're willing to pay, I guess, because mm-hmm, obviously, course. if you if you have all the money in the world, you can get the best product, you know, objectively mm. with the yeah, best yeah, yeah, yeah. raw course. materials the for best, you, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it might be okay. My budget is uh, if you have a budget of a hundred euros or hundred and fifty euros. You know what can you get within that? Yeah. Of course, then there might be compromises in terms of that five hundred euro jean. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course. So, it's, but it's all relevant, isn't it? it? Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. So interesting. You, you can have a ten at hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. And you can sure. have a ten at five hundred quid. And you can have a ten at thirty. You, can, you can't you know, compare if, them both. Yeah, if yeah, that's, yeah. Your, that's your thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, what, what, what what advice would you say to anybody? Because we have um, people listening that are brand new to denim and denim heads. So kind of like starting out, what's where's a good where's a good place to start? I know that you guys are going to say, look at each other's blogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think nowadays most of the people are starting just on Instagram, yeah. searching yeah. on yeah, Instagram, yeah. and and meet uh, meet kind of people on Instagram. I yeah. think that's a really nice and cool way to start and really mm-hmm. easy to start and of to course. open up your own feed and just showcase what you like and yeah yeah I, I agree with that it's so visual into it that it's, yeah. it's sort of I mean it used to be difficult that when I actually started my blog when uh, there, there wasn't really anything around it was it was the same year that you started it was the same year that Hettles formerly Rora yeah, Denim yeah, started yeah, yeah. before that there weren't really denim blogs it was all forums and and I was kind of intimidated about it because the, the tone of voice in there it's it's kind of rough you know yeah 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 uh, but Instagram is so much different mm. because it's m- mostly positive mm-hmm. so it's easy to get in there and mm. uh, and just 
share what you like and and get inspired it because it's also visual mm. but uh, you know but the, the forums are were also very nerdy yeah know? they talked really yeah, yeah. dived really into Too details much. yeah and they was also kind of uh, sometimes negative about uh, the bad side of a genes instead of the positive side of, yeah, of yeah. that yeah. particular genes for example yeah. so it's that I mean th- yeah that was something that I quite struggled with when I was First, I mean, I stumbled across denim because I, I bought some Red Wings from an online store, and I they I ordered a size 10 because I'm a size 10, but I needed a size like eight. <laughs> so I returned these, and then I got in touch with Ben because I knew he had a store. And when I went in there, I got I got the uh, Red Wings, but I didn't pay any interest to the denim at first because, first of all, not because of Ben, um, but it was quite overwhelming. It's like, wow. There's all these different ounces. There's like double indigo. There's indigo. Uh, the selvage. The fucking expensive. It's like mm. it's almost like a like a, too much to take in at once. Mm. So, do do you guys would you say that obviously like a good place to start obviously Instagram and blog, and then like where where do you go from there like. Do you go on your own little education, and you kind of find your own little? Yeah, I think I think I think Thomas made one of the best uh, references uh, in the market nowadays. Is his book Blue Blooded? It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a denim bible, where you get a really good overview of the of from uh, cotton till a pair of jeans and all the stages behind it. Yeah, and so. But I think what you, I mean, and thank you, Roger. But <laughs> what what you did uh, actually went to Ben's store. I think that's the best way to go to f- look, to, feel, touch. I mean, to go somewhere and actually yeah. talk to someone who knows about it yeah. and, and try it on and see if it's for you, really. Yeah. I think that's what you need. And how yeah, but, but, but it's difficult. Eh? When yeah. you go to Instagram, for, for example, you don't have an, an ABC on denim. No. And when you no. go to a blog, you don't see immediately the ABC of denim yeah. because you see so many articles. And all together is a kind of a denim bible. Of course. But if you go, uh, you, you pick the book from Thomas or catwalk, uh, from Carlos to Catwalk, for example, a previous book, uh, an older one, a very, very good one, it's also, it's, that showcases the ABC of denim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes you really yeah, give so you more handles and more knowledge about it. But that's what I'm saying. So, for example, Blue Blooded, if somebody put that in my hand maybe a year ago, would that have been too much for me as as a new guy no I, th- I think is, not because is, okay. uh, if I can say it for Thomas because yeah you can also recommend your own book but <laughs> maybe it's better if I do it for you <laughs> you get the I, money I, afterwards <laughs> I'll send you an invoice okay, we <laughs> but I think I think the good thing is uh, what was the question is <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. like, what, what is it is it is it too much? Would the book it, no, 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 too no, much no, no, it's, it's, it's not too nerdy. Yeah, it's not too nerdy. There are uh, books on the market uh, that are also really really cool, but they diving specifically for just a specific period, for example. Okay. Or just showcasing a vintage collection or whatever, and that's more nerdy stuff, you know. So, I think the base. You, you, you first have to know about the base of jeans and then you can dive further if you want If you to. want to, yeah. Because yeah. some people just like them because they look cool. Yeah. <laughs> they made yeah, well, yeah, they yeah. look cool, they yeah, feel yeah, good, and that's, that's it, yeah. they're not it's, bothered. It's, it's mm. jeans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on, it's uh, not rocket science. Where so. can people get the book? Uh, they can get it online, uh, they can get it in 
select stores, okay. uh, bookstores, denim stores. Um, you yeah. get Amazon, so, yeah. So pretty, yeah, much, yeah. pretty much anywhere then. Pretty much anywhere. And yeah. that's cool. blue-blooded. Blue-blooded. Blue. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one for my list. Uh, because it, it, some, it can be quite intimidating to start with. It's like, but why am I paying that much money for a pair of jeans? You know, why is it at that price point? Why, why, why not go to the store and pay twenty pound for a pair of jeans? Because that's all I did before. And on like podcast one, two, three, I was like, yeah, but I buy my jeans from H and M, the twenty quid, and yeah. then I throw them away. Mm-hmm. And then now it's it kind of like for me the most important thing would probably be like the su- sustainability side. Mm-hmm. But again, like go back a year it was like sustainability it's like I separate my plastic and my food waste that's as much as I know about it mm-hmm. uh, Like, but it, it kind of translates into everything else mm-hmm. um, so the most important part of kind of the, I know there's so many things uh, in denim but kind of what is the do you have like one driving force that is yeah I love I love denim because because it fades. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that it, and, and, and that is so related to the fabric. And the fabric yeah, is yeah. the main, you know, when you, when you talk about, you talk about price point here. Yeah, fabric yeah. is the most important part. You know, next to maybe place of production, if that's in Europe or uh, somewhere in, in, in the Western world, where it's expensive, or Japan. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but, but fabric, that's the key. You know, trims, stitching, if you would do washing, you know that uh-huh. that's not as expensive yeah. in the production process. Yeah. Then it's also the retail setup. So if you buy uh, jeans that go through wholesale, you know they there's a brand and they they might buy them for someone that has to make money, and then the brand has to make money, and then the retailer has to make money. You know you can just see the price stacking up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a margin of you know maybe one point five to three point five or yeah. four point zero something like that. So the margins add uh-huh. up, you know, you, you talk about that it's like uh, if you take a pair of jeans, you can um, multiply the cost by six and then you have the retail price of, yeah, yeah. of, of that setup. Yeah, yeah. But if you go to someone like H&M, for instance, yeah, yeah. which is a vertical setup, there's not as much margin in there. So even though the price, the retail price is lower, there's actually still enough money for a decent product. Yeah. But you know. Obviously, yeah, it, yeah. it depends on what you want. And I think, you know, why do you pay so much? It's also got something to do with, with scale, that when you have these smaller brands, they, they cannot, they pay more for of every step. Of course. Yeah. And, and they yeah, pick yeah, they more expensive raw materials. And okay. it's, also, but it's also relative. Eh? If you, you yeah. can buy for 150 euros, you can buy a really cool pair of jeans. Yeah. And it's pretty relative. Yeah? Yeah. I, I know for some people it's a lot of money, but... If you buy four pairs of jeans for 30, 35 euros, you have the same amount. Yeah. But that one pair you that will last longer maybe than the, all those four pairs together. Yeah. So yeah, yeah then yeah, in the yeah, end, is, it, then the end you can ask yourself the question: Is 150 euros is that a lot of money? Yeah. yeah. You see, I'm I'm I'm, struggle, I'm struggling with that bit at the moment though because I'm I'm I guess everybody goes through it in that first year or two where you like you buy less things that are really good quality. But I'm too busy buying really good things that are really good quality. <laughs> so I like because I'm just into it. You know, I'm into you know Telesur and RGT, all these brands. Um, 
I take it that's like a natural process and I will stop spending. <laughs> I'll stop buying and then you think, actually, I'm going to wear what I've got. Do, I take it everybody goes through that mm. stage when you're kind of excited mm. and you're like, yeah, you want to buy things. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same with footwear. You mentioned already Red Wing, for example. Mm. Some people say if you buy a pair of Red Wing boots, you, you, you buy it for the rest of your life yeah. because you can resole it. Yeah? Yeah. If you buy a pair, buy a pair of Nikes or, or whatever, other trimmers, then they last one, two seasons maybe, and yeah. they are done, you know? Yeah, yeah. it is true. And uh, then the coolest thing also about maybe, most of the time about high quality made products, they become more and more cooler over time. Of yeah. course, oh, so that's, yeah. That, that's yeah. also a really good part that's, of that's it. That's a style into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> what do you, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry I'll, I'll jump in then. Okay. Um, we mentioned, you know, so much about denim. Um, special mention each, guys, for like, what, if, if you could choose one brand for someone new to denim to kind of just go and look at and say, right now, doesn't have to be the best, whatever. So what what brand is really, what who would you say to go and look at? You know, well, type easy. in your phone and just say, bang, just go for this. Nudie, I think. I okay. say, yeah. it, it, it's versatile, it has everything it has a lot of fits yeah, yeah. Um, if you yeah. want some some if you want your jeans washed and not raw they have that as well they yeah. do that well it's like Ev- Edwin, it's, it? yeah everything is it would also be a good choice but nudie they also 100% organic cotton yeah, uh, yeah. i mean the stretch jeans obviously have a little stretch but uh, yeah. but it's organic cotton all of the cotton they use um, I think that's a really good uh, starting point. And yeah. if you yeah. want to have a pair of jeans from the same uh, price level, then you have Edwin, but also Lee 101. Yeah. You know, it's the same price range. And yeah. And they are good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah do you yeah. know, like, it's a lovely yeah. 101. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got one here. So, what do you think to people that, because we say we know that buying good quality denim lasts and, and all this stuff, but Let's face it, people do get crotch blowouts in the first 12 months. Yeah. It happens. Right? I've, so, I've, I've got that. Yeah. So, so we, we don't want to sit here and look like hypocrites because it does happen. Now, do you think that's more to do with the fit of the gene on okay. somebody? Do you get what I mean? Like, what can yeah. somebody want? Tom, Tom's got this one, he's sat up. Is this I, <laughs> I see three factors yeah uh, fit yeah mm-hmm. that's one we're getting tighter and tighter jeans and that puts a lot of stress on the fabric mm-hmm. so it breaks quicker two we put more stretch in our jeans I mean I, I, I'm not, I don't think if you wear stretch jeans but generally people, yeah there's this more and more stretch in there yeah. Yeah, yeah and that also makes it wear out quicker combined with the fit and then three we tell people not to wash their jeans which I mean I've been doing that <laughs> yeah and you know, if you think about it, the raw denim that is not washed, I mean, it, it might be sanforized, but it still has, you know, it's still really stiff. Yeah. And then you start wearing it, you might wear it for six months or whatever, how long you can really go. Yeah. And all those creases, they're going to be super sharp. And yeah, you get some nice fades, yeah. but it's also going to wear quicker, especially around where there's a lot it's of tension. It's not fresh, is it? It's got no. salt, silt, so, so, so all of this, okay. all of this, yeah, dirt builds up and, you know, it's just all going to make it wear out quicker. So I would say more rigid, slightly looser, <laughs> yeah. and wash more. But I also I want to add uh, another point is uh, how you wear it. Yeah. 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 If but that's you, the fit. If, if, if you yeah. buy if you buy on your bike every day and you're going to school, for example, 
Uh, or you are sitting just all the day behind your desk, uh, on yeah. behind the computer. It's totally different, of course. Mm. It's, it's really funny uh, that the denim doesn't lie. That you mentioned those two things: sat behind a desk and riding a bike. Yeah. My first pair, my naked and famous, have pretty much got like a white ass because I sit on a chair every day. And then I've got a little crotch blow-up where mm. I, I sit on my little seat on my Harley, and that's exactly it. So every every pair tells its own story. So yeah, yeah. when we say it lasts longer, it's like, yeah, well, if you look after it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. But and sometimes it's also about sizing. Eh? It's mainly you see it a lot by women. Eh? Women complains a lot of times that between the legs, yeah. it's fading or. Uh, uh, you Wearing, get a lot of yeah, blowouts yeah. really fast because they buying their jeans too small yeah uh -huh. uh, buying the jeans too small is uh, reflects that also of course it's, it's got but, to be some I, i've never had a blowout ever but it's also sometimes how you built because <coughs> my legs are kind of fat and they rub together <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's how i'm built yeah. so this friction all the time yeah but if you're more like this yeah. maybe there's no friction so mm. you know that, that i also read somewhere that if the jeans are too big yeah uh, that creates it creates because uh, you know yeah, it's it's baggy, fabric. the yeah. fabrics constantly moving and rubbing because it's a little bit big. So yeah, that's all it. Were. I agree with you on the washing part of things. So uh, I I would recommend anyone to take their raw denim jeans and give them a quick soak. Yeah. In the sink before they start wearing them. Yeah. Oh, really? And then just yeah, yeah. Every, okay. and then just every couple of months. Inside out, always. Also yeah. when you just do, because just to be safe. Always yeah, yeah. inside out. Okay. Otherwise, you get those nasty streaks. Yeah, the lines. Yeah. yeah, you don't want them. So, yeah. uh, so I I do that always. Even yeah. even I mean, I've been wearing quite a lot of uh, unsanitized denim, so it makes sense because it's it's not shrunk. So yeah. it will shrink up to ten percent. So I, you kind of have to do it. I mean, yeah. because I will wash eventually. So if I don't do it in the beginning. I wear them, I get my size maybe, and I wear them, and then I wash them. And yeah, they too small. Don't fit. Too yeah. small, yeah, that's a... Yeah. But I do it also with... <laughs> that's that's also a tough sell for yeah. any brand, though. Yeah. <laughs> I keep them at how much you're into your denim. And uh, Wouter, would you agree that Nudie is a good place to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of uh, people also from the... You, you saw a lot of youth become from the sneaker kind of uh, community. They were yeah, diving, yeah. they became in Holland, they're diving also into the denim. Um, and the good thing about Nudie is, I guess, they have a so such a strong, cool brand identity mm -hmm. and the rock and roll music vibe around the brand. Yeah. They have it for from day one, yeah. and they never change it, and they will never change it. So it's 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 still privately it's, it's, owned. It's it's it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's a big commercial brand, but it's still cool. It's still cool to wear a pair of Nudie jeans. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that some people maybe? shy away from nudie because it is a big bigger commercial oh brand. yeah for sure so I mean, so sometimes that, that that's fantastic but sometimes that can maybe go in be a negative thing for some denim heads to think actually i'm yeah, going to support this small company over in la or mm, whatever that yeah, might be yeah yeah i mean but uh, i think if we talk just in general uh, nudie is also again accessible because it's it's all around the world of course uh, but if there's obviously also other options like uh, I know you mentioned Telesen, they're doing mm -hmm. the Telesen stock, which is slightly lower priced. That yeah. might be a good place to get into something that is yeah. a little less recognizable yeah, to, yeah. The, to everyone. What's that about Telesen again? Then what they're doing? Sorry, Telesen. we got a lower price. They got a lower price. I think it's called Telesen stock, right? They're, they're is doing it the non-salvage? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, I haven't looked too much into it. But okay, uh, interesting. That's interesting though. It yeah. is but good more brands 
are also producing uh, non-selfish cheese. Yeah. Right? So uh, at a lower price point. So I mean, it 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 denim doesn't have to be selfish to be good quality. <coughs> you know, self that's just the way it's woven. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the good thing about selvage is that there's less tension push less tension on, on the yarn in the in the weaving that means uh, you get basically better fades you know yeah. okay. I guess that's also subjective but it gets more authentic fades mm. what, uh, what interesting do you, uh, what do you think to uh, brands like <coughs> naked and famous we're obviously really interested and then they've got the unbrand brand yes uh, now that's the denims they are crazy, you know, in a positive way, those guys. Yeah. Uh, they're the denim doctors. Yeah, yeah. it's all, uh, but all the unbranded brand is, it's all selvage, it's all Japanese, I say, it's, uh, but it's all made in China. Yeah. Uh, do you see that as putting people off or as a bad thing? Like, why is, made, why in is made in China when it comes to denim such a, like, people seem to automatically think that that's a bad thing. It's, it, it's obviously quite uneducated, <laughs> as you know. I think not, because most of the products which you are using nowadays are made in, those, in countries like China. Yes. Yeah. Bangladesh, yeah. Uh, Pakistan, uh, yeah. uh, Vietnam, big, yeah. big producing countries. So, if, uh, if a brand like Nudie mm-hmm. came out with a, a jean and it was made in China, uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that were on you know that's not a bad thing. Basically. Yeah, but it does have negative connotations, and it it it's still you know it's still there. Yeah. Uh, but most I mean, like Rado said, we're sitting here with all of our iPhones. They're all made in China, and we don't complain about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So of course. I mean, they you just can't get away from it sometimes. No, and and it's not. I mean, then it becomes like nation branding, and you get you you put values into it. It's not an objective thing about is this stitch better when it's made in Italy or mm. LA than when it's made in China or, or Vietnam or something mm. like that. You See, know, I think as long as it's traceable, me, there's no... Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you that's don't want to be sending it... That's what it is. It, it's, it's about, the, you it's know... It's having the, the traceability into it. And, and, you know, uh, the ethics of it, yeah. responsibility in production, that they don't pollute all the rivets. Mm. That's, I think that's been the issue, but yeah. obviously they're cleaning up. Uh, and, and, and other countries that came maybe a little later into the game like Pakistan, like Bangladesh they're, they're, they're off in another place so they mm-hmm. start much cleaner I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. but I think it's also because jeans, is, jeans were born in the, in the States yeah. so originally pairs of jeans were always made in the States the fabric yeah. but also the jean itself so that's why denimats are really greedy about to get your hands on a pair of totally made in the States, for example. That makes mm-hmm. it extra, the, the, uh, the feeling around it, about the product itself, makes it extra cool or, uh, because it refers also to the past. But I do it myself. I, I, you know, sometimes I will think about, okay, now I'm wearing all my clothes are made in either the US or Japan. And it's like totally, it, it, it's not rational. <laughs> you know, it, it's not that... Just because they're made there, they're better. But it's it's something about you know how how it makes me feel that yeah. you know I can, yeah, I n- maybe can see the craftsmanship a little more. You know, I don't know what it is, but but you're obviously a lot more your eyes a lot more trained to that. Mm. So you know, mm. to but I think it, it shouldn't put put people off because you know it's it's just about asking questions about how the things are made. Mm. You know, and you should expect the people that sell a product you know so so uh, I'm just going to bring it back to uh, the blogs 
again because you mentioned earlier that you guys started in 2011 alongside Heddles. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I can see, Heddles, I mean, they put stuff out, like they seem to be, that's a job, in it? You know, like yeah, that's yeah. a company, yeah. you know? Uh, how do you think they manage that? What do you think? Do you think this really clever marketing? Do you think, I mean, I get on with Nick really well, yeah. who runs Heddles, he's always been really good to me. Yeah. Uh, me and too. I've always sort of like looked at what they do and kind of thought, Fucking hell, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going out. You know, like every day, and it is good stuff. And yeah. it is almost like an encyclopedia online. So you can go to their website and pretty much type it out, and yeah. you'll get an article on it. Uh, they're doing collaboration, you know, they're doing all this different stuff. What do you think it is that they did that did that? Do you think it's the fact that they're in America? And it's no, I, th- I don't know. I think they're just better business people than I am. <laughs> Yeah. Um, because they do have passion. I've, I've, I also know them, have met them. So yeah. it's not that it's just driven to make money. Yeah. Not at all. But they saw some opportunities and were able to to turn them into something that can actually generate a profit that can keep them going and yeah. grow. I mean, I'm talking about the tools that they've built, uh, the sales finder they have, they have the, the store finder. and. Uh, yeah. Scout, I think that one of them is called. You know, so they have different mm. tools, and these yeah. are actually generating uh, revenue for them because they help the stores and brands they talk about yeah. to sell products. So they get a commission from that. Yeah, that's how it's built. You know, and then obviously also like like uh, and, and I do. You know, um, sponsored content where they will promote a brand. Yeah, that's also part of it. And then you know they they pay their writers. They get good writers um, mm. and. I know uh, David, who runs, uh, who's, who's the managing editor. He, you know, yep. he runs the tight ship. So That's David Shook, yeah, David exactly, Shook, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's also what you wanted to do because if I look, take a look at myself, and it's also about you, I guess. It's a bit the same. I don't want to spend whole day behind my laptop and only yeah. making content for my for long john. Yeah. So I'm all also really. Uh, appreciate doing my freelance work as well. Yeah. So you have to choose a bit. Yeah. And they ch- they have chosen to focus totally on their online magazine. Yeah. So they have uh, more writers for them. So they have a writers team. Yeah. So if you have more writers, you can make create more content, of course. So you can make more articles each day, which attracts people more to come over the whole time. So uh, my my uh, focus is to publish six articles a week that's a lot so that's one a day almost Uh, (coughs) and i don't want to do more than that that's enough for me yeah it would be for me to be honest like yeah so uh, uh, i've just always been uh, i've just always wondered about what you know how they managed to i think that's you know that's how you know um yeah Uh, Back onto something else which Glenn probably doesn't even know about you, Uta. You've got a brand, uh, Butts and Shoulders. Yep. Okay. Which is. No, I didn't if, know that. If, if you have a look at uh, Uta's boots yep. right now. I will do. They will have been veg tan. Not boots. perfect for podcasting, sh- looking at people's boots, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lovely. They, uh, Very good. Ev- everything's veg tan. Yep. It's boots. Uh, we, 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 we started Butts and Shoulders is a brand that we are doing it with four people. Yeah. So in, uh, in total, the team is four, four members. And we started just as a, as a also bec- because of a passion, as uh, we really like to promote craftsmanship also in the product itself. Um, 
the name butts and shoulders is because of this uh, old uh, term from the tannery, uh, the butts and the shoulders from a cow, cool the strongest cow. parts yeah, to use for, oh, for okay. shoes and bags, yes, etc. Makes sense. So nobody claimed that name as a brand name so far. So um, we picked that name. We started to make uh, our, our first ultimate travel bag about f five years ago. So just one product because in our opinion you, you only need just one good travel bag instead of yeah. four or five or six or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we, I'm doing it with a very uh, popular and very uh, successful uh, shoe developer from, this, from the Netherlands, a friend of mine. He's yeah. in the shoe business already for 30 years. So he's designing shoes uh, collections for very big international brands. So he knows a lot of people, a lot of factories. So after uh, the uh, three developing three different kind of bags, we decided to focus more on footwear because people are more willing to buy more shoes instead of bags. Um, and our first boot was a Goodyear welted made boot, just the same construction like Red Wing, for example. So you can resole it. So the boot is reshaping to your own foot. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. The core about the brand is uh, the natural vegetable tent leather, yeah. what you meant. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So without any chemicals. So it's a uh, slow, slow leather, as it's also uh, called. Um, and the beauty is, is just a bit the same as a pair of jeans. So it gets only cooler by age. Eh? So when you wear it more often, it gets a more, more uh, warm cognac color over time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah. Very cool. cool. And is it, uh, is it, uh, is it, uh, would you call it more of a passion project? It's not like yeah, it's, be, it's, <laughs> it's become, it, it became bigger. So that's how it started a couple of years ago. Now, yeah. Nowadays we have a, um, just one uh, boot. We have a sneaker. We have also have a, a leather sandal, for example. We have some small accessories. We're just dropping what are, uh, within two weeks another really worker boot, just a more American-inspired worker boot. Yeah. Um, and our vision is just to make one sneaker instead of one big collection. Yeah. We create, in our opinion, our ultimate kind of timeless uh, sneaker or boot or whatever, instead of producing a total big collection with a lot of uh, options, uh, what mm -hmm. most of the brands are doing nowadays. So, and I'm guessing anybody that wants does want to know a little bit more about butts and shoulders because people will be interested especially now you've said the core of the brand is veg tan because for some reason that seems to have the same effect it, on people as it's like <laughs> yeah exactly uh, is it just buttsandshoulders.com yeah that's right yeah well, and then cool. they can go on and they can yeah. get some more information that's yeah. really good to know awesome uh, I've, yeah. uh, I've got 10 quick fire questions for you guys I was expecting that this time. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, because you're excited, you can go first. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Night in, night out. Night in. <laughs> As we saw from last night, when yeah. you went away and we went partying. Exactly. <laughs> Double indigo or black? Black. Mm. Rock or rap? Rock. Selvage run or kingpins? two different shows um, Savage Run McDonald's or KFC McDonald's Japanese or American Japanese blog or Instagram blog Vans or Converse Converse straight cut slim fit straight cut film or music music 
That were easy. Oh. That were good, that were very efficient. <laughs> it's been practising since yeah. last time. <laughs> 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 the amount of messages we got. Why did that podcast just end? Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the story of that, we'll not mention too much about it, but we, we mentioned things that we shouldn't have recorded when Tom were on last time, so we had to cut it. And it wasn't like, even anything offensive, it was appropriate for podcasts that were yeah. all. The, I did get like 20 messages. <laughs> Is podcast okay? It just, it just stopped. So, like, yeah, well, I. Like it just yeah. fucked off. <laughs> I didn't no know. signal. Yeah. Uh, let's do the same, won't you? Okay. Night in, night out. Night in. Double indigo or black? Double indigo. Rock or rap? Rock or rap? Yeah. What is rock or rap? Like rock. music. Rock music. Oh, rock or rap? Ah, yeah, yeah, rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's my accent again. Salvage run or kingpins? That's a tough one. Uh, in the end, salvage run. Okay, McDonald's or KFC? McDonald's. What are you ordering? Just a burger. Would you like fries with that? Yeah, please. Diet Coke? Just a regular Coke. Okay, thank you. It's just be a moment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Japanese or American? Difficult one, but in the end, American. Okay. Why? Let's stick on why. One sentence, why? Yes, for me it's very clear because it's all started in America. Perfect. Blog or Instagram? Blog. Vans or Converse? Vans. Straight cut or slim fit? Uh, straight cut. Film or music? Film. What film? Um, <laughs> um, I'm more into a series right now. Okay. Netflix, of course. So uh, Everyone is. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Everyone I, I can imagine. So, uh, yeah, checking out a lot of uh, Netflix series. Yeah. Cool. Bumps our shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Both. (laughs) And Tom, outside of because you guys are so bloody busy, what what do you do away from denim, or is there a life away from denim? Like what? If if you're not working, what is what's Tom doing? I'm with my wife and daughter. Of course. Yeah. That's it. And just family time. Yeah. But I think we're all the same, actually. I mean, Denim always sneaks into it because yeah. then we, we go away for holiday or something and then there's a Denim store and we go there. And we <laughs> so, so you yeah. plan your holidays around Denim stores? No, but she, she, over the years, built like an appreciation of it, I guess, because then like we went to Japan, LA, we nice. went here to Munich and you go out with the people because it's so friendly, the communities. Of I mean, course, yeah. Go yeah, out yeah. and have drinks and dinner with people so yeah yeah perfect and you said when you're yeah, not working it's, uh, it's a little bit boring quite, uh, answer but for me it's the same uh, yeah yeah, 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 we can keep talking. Yeah, sorry. It's okay, yeah, I have, a, I have a daughter from four years old, so uh, that is also very time-consuming, of course, <laughs> and also a lot of fun to do. Yeah. So, uh, we and also very tiring. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I like to spend a lot of time also with her, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's good. Uh, any, any more from you, Ben? Well, no, I was just going to say, just to wrap it up, do you know of anything that's coming up that we might not know about in the denim denim world, denim community? Any, any events, denim gossip? Altworth? I heard about some UK denim hangs. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. we plug that one every week. Mm, you, should, you should try. I mean, it's not easy getting away for a night, is it, when you've got a family? But I think that'll be a really good day. That yeah, it, it like. was. Do, do you know about that, Walter? No, the no, UK no. denim hangs. Oh, you left last night when we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So we can. We, you can plug this. This is your thing. You go for it, Ben. The uh, all it were a lot of dudes travelling up to shop. Uh, well, I mentioned in time in the interview yesterday that they travel up to its shop and they come a long way. So you spend time with him, you go out for a drink with him, 
Uh, but you know, you can't do that four and five times a week because you've got a family, so sometimes you need to close shop and go home. Uh, so I kind of said, why don't we just all get together at the same time, created an Instagram group just to see if there were any interest in it, but it outgrew that because you can only have 30 members, can't you? Crazy, uh, yeah. On a chat group. So I had to take it over onto WhatsApp, <coughs> and I basically said, November 3rd, let's just have everybody together, just all mm. come. Uh, Nick Williams is launching Book Denim Branded mm. in the store at night. Uh, there's a huge food market on 100 yard away that gets like yeah, four like or five thousand people to it. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, amazing. It's, uh, the whole area is a bit of a party, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've got a giant car park so it can spill outside and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah. we've got and like loads of people coming. But the interesting thing is as well that we, we speak lots with the guys in the LA denim hangs, mm-hmm. like Greg, Tamora, Denim Hound, and all those sorts of people. And we were like, yeah, that, we should have something like that, you know, a small place, because these guys travel for like four and five hours to get to each other to talk about, you know, this sort of thing. <laughs> uh, and we were like, we live on a small island. We can, we can do this, like every six months we can do this. So we decided to do it. And then the interesting thing is that the LA denim hangs are having theirs on the same day in LA. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're setting up like a Skype conference, which is almost like, do you know like the diary room in Big Brother where you go and talk to the yeah, screen yeah, 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 yeah. and we've got a chair so we, we're going to literally have conversations oh, cool. with the guys yeah, in LA yeah, so which is going to be iPads int- and telly set up yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be quite interesting because by the time that they wake up we'll all be drunk <laughs> that is true <laughs> by the time you wake up you always <laughs> yeah that, that, that is a thing <laughs> how does he know us that well <laughs> yeah because uh, uh, yeah, it'll be half 11 their time and sort of half past 9 hours so yeah. we'll have had a couple be quite of fun. by them but it should be fun but you, sounds good there's yeah. an invite Okay, you make yeah. it, be fucking awesome. if you decide you are doing it and this is this is to anybody else that's listening the build EasyJet are building a hotel in Sheffield, and you can book now up to Christmas. It doesn't open till October, and it's nine quid a night. No, Easy brand hotel, new. Well, I quid. actually it cost me fourteen quid for that night, so I just booked myself a room and just thought it's cheaper than a taxi. It's cheaper home. than yeah, a taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you are thinking about it, get on uh, get on Easy Hotel. Uh, and you fly to. Where? Um, Doncaster would be best for you. Doncaster, Sheffield, or Manchester, or Leeds. It's all pretty okay. pretty local. And I will offer my taxi services. I'll come and pick you up. Woo-hoo. Okay. So, yeah, you should That's try cool. and make it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Be a good laugh. Um, no, final comment. That's it. Is that we, are we good? Yeah, yeah I think this is it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Thanks for coming on. It's been uh, really good. And I knew that the guys who listen will have enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Cheers, okay, man. Cheers. Cheers.